Parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. There's nothing like snook hook sets at dawn or catching a tarpon in the moonlight. Find your next fishing trip made easy on fishingbooker.com and experience the magic of the Sunshine State or any other destination on your fishing bucket list. Book a blue water adventure in search of sailfish or go snapper fishing with the kids. With over 6,000 captains and trips to choose from, planning your next one just got a whole lot easier. Download the Fishing Booker app on the Google Play or App Store or visit them online at fishingbooker.com to book your trip today. Hey, this is Tyler Jones, and you're listening to another Big Buck Breakdown from the Element Podcast. What's happening, all my woods people? Currently, I am feeling a little bit sluggish. <laughs> it is midday, it is sunny, and we just ate some gigantic lunches. No, we did. We did. We ate some big old mountain houses for lunch. Uh, both breakfast blends. Something about that, man. I think we've decided that breakfast is really where it's at on mountain Breakfast house. for lunch, man. Br- yeah. We usually call that Brenner around my place. Brenner. Bre- breakfast dinner, Brenner. Haven't you had some arguments with uh, Pop and Nanny about... You know... Something about the elderly, they think that dinner is at noon, and dinner, in my opinion, is in the evening time. So we just had dinner, in their opinion, but we had lunch, in our opinion, and two breakfasts that were really good, Mountain House, and so they're like two, was your two servings? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mine was two servings, and so we're stuffed, but we uh, are, we got a big buck breakdown today, as you heard, and the guy that we're interviewing is Trent Siegel. We have had him on the podcast before. You need to go back and listen to it because it's really cool. And it, it came on the heels of a gigantic buck that he harvested. Mm-hmm. Uh, was that last year? Two years ago. Two, years, two ago. years ago. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, go back and listen to that. I believe it's episode 25. Not 100%, but you can check me on that. Fact check me. Correct me if I'm wrong. And today, Trent is going to be talking about another monster buck that he has put on the ground and this one came from wyoming so Mm. pretty exciting story we happen to be in trent's home state right now sitting on the side of a dirt road and uh just relaxing we're gonna hit the road here pretty quick and get back on uh the game man we've been uh we've been in in a little action haven't we we have we have uh we have, in fact, had a few monster buck encounters. <laughs> monster for us. Monster for us. Uh, saw a really big one one day. Um, had some stalks, like western style. Had some eastern style hunts. Mm-hmm. Been uh, 
pretty successful, I'd say. Yeah, it's been a successful trip so yeah. far. So we uh, we will talk more about that on Thursday on the main show, the the long format show. Uh, until then, let's hear from Trent. How about? Sounds good. All right. So now on the phone, we have Trent Siegel from Heartland Bowhunter. What's happening, Trent? Hey, not much. How are you guys? Doing doing good, well. Doing well, man. Casey's a little hungry because he hunted this morning, <laughs> and it's lunchtime. But yeah. uh, all I ate was an apple for breakfast, and I'm starving to death. But <laughs> oh man, you're supposed to hunt hungry, right? So that's how I feel right now. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, and I'm going this afternoon, so I'm pretty excited. If, as long as my, my clothes dry out. But uh, anyway, you have uh, you had a good opening part of your season this year man uh, you kicked off the heartland bow hunter crew with the first whitetail is that right yeah yeah i had a uh, an awesome trip out to wyoming uh northeastern wyoming and it's it's crazy the deer numbers out there and just the scenery it's it's always a trip that i i look forward to yeah what's the uh, so like lay out the the terrain there for us what does it look like out there man where we hunt it's uh there's actually a lot of topography a lot of kind of what i would consider like big kind of um bluffs um with lots of terrain changing and then down in the bottoms uh, there's some ag fields like alfalfa and then uh, pines just everywhere and uh we were hunting on some stuff that had been cut like harvested and so it was real cool. It wasn't super thick, and you could see the deer coming from a long ways away. Uh, but it, it's just, it's awesome out there. I mean, if I could move the family there, I wouldn't heartbeat. Really? <laughs> wow. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's it's just deer and turkeys galore. Um, and then, you know, just everything else that Wyoming has to offer. It's, it's a uh, game-rich environment, that's for sure. Sure. Yeah, I was there. I was in Wyoming this summer. We did the... It's my first time to go to Yellowstone, and then, you know, we spent a few days there kind of just traveling through, seeing the mountains, camping a little bit here and there. We actually got in a situation where we had to stay in in the truck. My whole family (laughs) slept in the truck (laughs) so uh, because we couldn't find a camping ground because apparently everybody loves that part of Wyoming (laughs) in the summertime. So, but, yeah, it's an awesome state, man. I uh, I'm very jealous that you get to do that for sure i would it's a long ways from home for us but i would love to spend some time up there doing the whitetail thing for sure so yes, it's uh it's awesome so how did your how did your hunt pan out I, from what i understand uh it kind of ended up being kind of a 11th hour deal i guess right it was um we kind of we had about a week up there to hunt and it, it came down to the last afternoon. We were going to have one more um, morning hunt if we needed it. But uh, I was, I went into it just um, telling myself that I was only going to shoot a mature buck. There's, you know, tons of, of deer there and lots of great bucks, but I, I wanted to make sure I was going to just shoot something mature, um, you know, for, for my QDM and then the, um, the ranchers QDM, just, um, personal preference, I guess. I, I didn't want to do anything to, um, I wouldn't do here at home on his ranch. So right. uh, we saw a lot of good bucks and we were getting so close, literally every sit, um, we'd see shooter mature buck and just, um, 
you know, one, one morning it was, he came down, a big one came down to the, uh, the water hole, um, with the big tree between us. I mean, had no shot at 25 yards there on the other side of the tree. And, uh, he just walked straight down to it and straight away. And, uh, and then other ones are just skirting us at like 60 yards. So, mm-hmm. and the, they're, they're pretty patternable, um, you know, to a degree, but it wasn't like the same exact trail every night. Right. So uh, it was kind of roll the dice and we just weren't rolling uh, lucky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, then we got on the, the last afternoon, uh, it, uh, the, the temperature really spiked back up. It was, it was in the seventies, um, the first few days and then the last couple, it really got up to about 90. Oh, wow. And, uh, so we sat on a water tank, um, and, uh, just had some good bucks come in and then finally kind of the last, uh, oh, 30 minutes of light or whatever had, um, a nice mature buck come in with a lot of character. Like, heck yeah. <laughs> yeah. No Dude, kidding. He was awesome, man. Yeah. Heck yeah. It was, it was, uh. It was a fun hunt and just uh, the way it panned out, it, it was cool because, I mean, we were constantly just kind of moving stands around and trying to figure them out. And that's that's what I love about whitetail hunting. I mean, it's just a it's a chess match and, and yeah. who's going to win, you know. So Yeah. yeah. And I was going to kind of ask you about that. When I think of Wyoming, I think kind of the western side of things, you know. Uh, and it sounds like you all go out there and hunt, you know, if you can say it this way, eastern style, right, where you're in stands and you're patterning deer hunting morning and evenings. Is that what it all is, or do y'all do some of the spot and stalk kind of stuff out there on whitetail as well? Uh, it is primarily um, blinds and stands for us. I mean, it is more like an eastern hunt, but uh, we do get to get out and, I mean, use the spotting scopes and glass and get up on uh, those huge uh, kind of mountainous tops and cliffs um, and glass down in the bottoms and then try to, you know, figure out, hey, we need to go put a stand in this tree and um, – it is, it is more like an Eastern hunt with a kind of a Western twist, but, yeah. uh, it's, it's a lot of fun. I mean, just the deer numbers and, the just that, I don't know, kind of kick off your season, getting kind of getting in gear for hanging stands and moving stuff. And, um, like we do in the Midwest so much, it's, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. So how old do you think that buck was that you shot? Man, we just judging with the, the history of the, um, the rancher had and everything we were guessing right at five and a half so cool um what we wanted to do was something at least five and a half and uh, just uh, i shot him he came in and with another buck and he dwarfed that buck body size and everything so mm-hmm. um it made it easy and, and and then just his headgear made it easy too. <laughs> yeah yeah he was nice man so i mean is is that when you say mature buck is five and a half mature or is it four and a half or because I feel like a lot of people kind of have defined this, especially recently differently. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm not going to ever tell anybody, uh, you know, what they should and shouldn't shoot. Uh, To me around here, I I start seeing bucks peak. It seems like, and then kind of, I guess, wherever it seems like that five and a half to Mm -hmm. me is mature. I, I try to wait. Um, everybody has their own, you know, concept to it and thoughts, but, and I'm not going to tell one guy, you know, don't shoot that buck cause he's too young or whatever. I mean, um, we all have our own management practices. Sure. But, uh, you know, I, I wanted to shoot something that was around five and a half or older, and, um, just a mature 
buck and even if he didn't have the best headgear and there was actually one that right before i shot that one that was coming in that was smaller that was huge i mean i would have guessed him six and a half um and yeah. he just didn't come close enough he hung up about 55 and just some feelings and stuff in the way and so and my heart was pounding on him <laughs> and he was a rack but, yeah um, he was just a big mature buck dude and uh, it's crazy and that gets me going so oh yeah dude i i'm telling you like when i shoot a doe it gets like that for me sometimes man like i I don't know. There's something about, like, I can sit there and watch does all day if I know I'm not going to pull a trigger. But as soon as, like, <laughs> one's coming at me at, like, 30 yards and I know that I'm about to shoot this animal, it's, like, my heart is Adrenaline. raging. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 And that's what it's all about. I mean, it's, you kind of get in that, that mode. Um, and that's, I mean, that's why we do what we do. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. That feeling. Absolutely. Like, yeah. So what is it? Did he uh, go very far, or was it just pretty clean, and everybody just got around, hung out, and did a pack out or whatever, and had drinks and cheers afterwards? So I shot him there like the last thirty minutes of light, and uh, and he was like slightly quartering too, but he, I knew he, he was either he was just the way he was at the water tank, and he wasn't going to give me anything better. Um, so I kind of tucked it on his his shoulder there, trying to drill it back and uh i didn't get an exit and so we had and he ran away like as fast as i've ever seen a deer <laughs> so we had good blood but it was like spotty and then man i tell you what it was like the weirdest feeling once it got dark that night and we got out uh, and started looking there was like no moon and it was just an eerie feeling those tall flies yeah. everything looked the exact same um so we looked for like, oh shoot, probably an hour and a half trying to find this blood that was, and then we were watching the footage and trying to mark trees and find them in the dark where he ran by and finally just like, you know, we're just going to make this worse probably. And so we backed out um, until the morning and, and where we had the last blood, where we got confused, we were going down a deer trail and we had it on that trail and in the dark, we were trying to continue down that trail and what had happened was he ran across that trail. And mm-hmm. so in the morning, it was, it was no big deal. We found it and went right to him. Um, and he, he went less than 300 yards um, and running as fast as I've ever seen a deer run away. <laughs> so, um, no, it wasn't, wasn't anything bad. But we did the smart thing and backed out. And it, it actually got down into like, uh, oh, the lower 50s that night. So, oh, nice. Um, yeah, it wasn't bad at all. Yeah. Well, cool, man. So what's next for you this year so i have my kansas tag and uh i have some pretty good bucks on camera i'm gonna start hunting possibly this afternoon if if the rain kind of lets up and um if not for sure just any day as, mm-hmm. as much as i can and then uh, i also have a uh, a south dakota uh, an indian reservation tag kind of in the back of my pocket if i if I get uh, or fill my tag here in Kansas early, that's uh, kind of a backup. I can run up there. It's not too far from here. That's cool. Yeah. 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 So did you uh, did you have to convince people you're part Indian, or how'd you get that? I mean, <laughs> no. Um, it, it's you just draw. You, the, I have a buddy up there um, that we go up and, and pheasant hunt with every year. That's he's not Indian, but one of his guides is. Um, he's an Indian there, and. So became good friends with him and, and he talked me into putting in for it. And you just have to um, kind of have a, 
an in, I guess, with, with a native there. Sure. Part, you know what I'm saying? So Yeah. Um, cool, man. He, yeah, so he's hooking me up. He's done some scouting and stuff and kind of knows where to point us in the right direction if, if we make it up there. Nice. Hey, that'll be cool, man. And you might already said this. Is that that's a whitetail tag or what is that? It is, yeah. yeah I put in for either species and, and drew, drew whitetail, so cool. I'm completely fine with that. Yeah, yeah, no doubt, man. Well, awesome. Good luck with that, man. And I appreciate you taking the time to chat with us on the phone. Yeah, thank you guys. And uh, good luck trying out and getting back out this afternoon. Yes, sir. <laughs> I think it's going to happen. I felt my clothes before I came up here, and, and they were they were getting there. So Good deal. Yeah. Well, thank you, fellas. Yeah, thanks, Trent. Have a good rest of your season. Yeah, you, you too, too, man. We'll, see you. We'll talk to you. Well, as every one of these does, man, I am jacked up. And the, the good thing is, like, from this point on, like as soon as we end this podcast, I'm in hunt mode again, I'm, and I'm actually have the opportunity to harvest a buck. Uh, so. Yeah, I'm ready to go do that. We yeah. uh, we need to make that happen right now. Yeah, I know we need to. So, real quick before we go, uh, was it last week? Last, last week it was, it was like a week ago on the day. Actually, yeah, we uh, announced the winner of an Exodus Trek trail camera on the Luke Lehe big buck breakdown so nobody's claimed it yet mm. uh and we getting ready to give it to somebody else new and put a smile on somebody else's face or a smirk so uh <laughs> go listen to it if you haven't and make sure that you didn't win that thing if you gave us a review on itunes yeah uh, remember we announced your name that you left on the itunes review so we may or may not know your actual name but it's the handle that you use there that's so, right make sure that uh, you remember what you put there. Yep, go check it out. And uh, like I said, this won't last much longer. Uh, not much at all. So, And I am not going to last much longer if I don't get on the road and go kill me a buck. Let's go find one. All right, man. So, uh, y'all, I hope y'all are getting out, man. It is prime time. It is the rut. It is. This is an exciting time to be in the woods, man. Yeah, they are moving. There's a cold front hitting this week, man. So <laughs> go ahead and like... Prepare your call-in sick speech That's right. for Thursday and Friday because it is going down. That's right. So rehearse it, remember it, and also remember, this is your element. Live in it. Market House has the cleanest, leanest, juiciest meat and seafood shipped to your home overnight. Expect the service of a local butcher and the convenience of a large supplier. Unlike many online butchers, you can grab just one meal's worth or lock in for a subscription box. Choose from grass-fed and grass-finished beef, American Wagyu, free-range poultry, grass-fed lamb, wild-caught king crab, seafood, and more. For 15% off your first order, use code COUNTRY at checkout. Just visit markethouse.com. That's M-A-R-K-E-T-H-O-U-S-E dot com. And use the code COUNTRY. Hey, we're going to take a little break here and talk about interstate batteries. Now, if you're like me, enjoying the great outdoors, you need gear that is as reliable as it gets. That's why I power my adventures with interstate batteries. I use interstate batteries in my boats. I use interstate batteries in my camper. Great for your truck, too. From Alaska to Montana, 
They're outrageously dependable. Battery is essential. With over 150,000 dealer locations, finding one is easy. For all your vehicles, land or sea, choose Interstate. Head to interstatebatteries.com and find your power today.